Welcome to the Creative Carpenter Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Jelka, owner of TJ Jelka Construction Inc. here in Los Angeles. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to share with you my insights into the carpentry and woodworking industry. Let's get right into it with an introduction. And even though this is mostly an introduction, I'll be sharing with you a lot about myself. Be sure to stay till the end of the episode where I will actually give you my first piece of advice that I would give to anybody in the trades, something that you can actually start thinking about and implement today to transform your business. So I'm starting this podcast for current and aspiring carpentry and woodworking business owners. Maybe you want to start your own business. Maybe you just started and want to learn how to grow and scale your business, or maybe you've been in it for a while already and want to fill gaps in your knowledge and connect with like-minded individuals to continue your personal development, wherever you are in your stages of business, uh, you're in the right place. You're in good company here. So who this podcast is not for are those looking to dive into the technical aspects of the actual craft, the actual hands-on work done by uh, carpenters and woodworkers and joiners. If you're watching or listening to this right now, I'm going to assume you're already a badass carpenter or woodworker and you have the resourcefulness to learn how to build and make things from the many great teachers out there on YouTube and maybe not television, um, uh, YouTube articles, uh, forums, anything like that, other tradesmen you know. Um, so a little bit about me. I grew up in Wisconsin all my life, and I've lived in Los Angeles now for about six years with my lovely fiance here and our dog, Kai. I've always been interested in engineering and making projects uh, throughout my life. And funny enough, I loved work, woodworking in high school, but I had zero interest in construction at the time. I remember in shop class, we built a shed for the property that our school was located on. And we were framing and doing siding, doors, roofing, all of the things that I know and love how to do today. But I just had zero interest. Um, I wanted to go to college. I did really well in high school. Um, so I was kind of brainwashed by that whole thing today where you go to college and go to get a good job. Um, you're set for life. So about 10 years ago, after not knowing what I was doing in college or going for, not 100% sure, I withdrew after three years and became a carpenter. A lot of people in my family are carpenters. My brother was uh, working in construction at, at the time, and I thought it would be amazing to learn a trade, something that we're always going to need, how to build shelter that's not going to be replaced by robots anytime soon, and just basically get paid to learn doing it. So about 10 years ago, after not knowing what I was doing when I was going to college, not 100% sure what I was going there for, I started in 2014 as a laborer making uh Big salary. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, $11 an hour working outside framing houses in the middle of uh, Wisconsin winter and just ended up loving it. So after many starts and stops where we are today, successes and failures, feeling like total shit, if I'm being honest, and feeling on top of the world at other times. I'm now a general contractor licensed in the state of California, which was a big deal for me coming from out of state. And I specialize in outdoor carpentry and wood structure. So here are some examples of my work real quick. Uh, if you're, again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see some pictures here on the left. I uh, was about 19 years old with this gorgeous uh, Justin Bieber hair, and I wanted to build a sled. It was in the middle of winter and just took a pallet, some scrap wood, built up a sled. My dad advised me to make some aluminum slides on it and wax it up and see if we can't go super fast. On the right here, this is within my first year as a carpenter and working on framing homes, as I said. 
And now, uh, so a few years ago, I used to have a work van here. You can see this is when I started going into business for myself. And uh, this is my current vehicle with a custom wood truck cap and lumber rack on top. If you'd like to see more of that, you can check out my Instagram page or the website um, to see kind of more pictures of that. Again, some of my specialties here are fences and gates, uh, more on the higher end of things, custom, uh, do design work. We also do decks and pergolas. There's a lot of redwood here in California and patio and garden furniture out of high quality materials like Ipe and redwood, uh, Western red cedar. So back to where we are now with my business. At this time, my company does about $500,000 per year in revenue. I'm the only person in the business working by myself on projects with no employees. I'm doing all the things in the business from sales, marketing, production, everything in between with the help of uh, subcontractors for painting work, for example, or, or concrete and other things like that. And outsourcing some of the administrative work as well to like a bookkeeper and legal stuff to a lawyer. And I'm super passionate about teaching both the trade and the business side of things to other contractors and woodworkers. Just an aside, there's a lot of advice given, and it's very trendy now to have what they call a franchise model business or a business with all the systems and processes in place that everything runs itself without you really needing to be a part of it. I think franchises like Chick-fil-A or McDonald's, uh, Jiffy Lube, 1-800-GOT-JUNK, everyone knows these, and they're all over the place, super scalable business models. So building a business like this can allow you to sell it to somebody with little to no experience in running that type of business where they can basically insert themselves into your role and have a successful business. It can also provide you with a lot of free time to pursue other op opportunities and activities in your life. So I'm in no way against this way of doing business. I've tried to run my business this way myself, and I know you can make a huge impact in a lot of clients and employees' lives when you scale, but I found that it's really not for me and it doesn't work for a lot of other entrepreneurs as well. A lot of people don't want the added stress of uh, hiring a big team of employees, having high volumes of work, and all the other worries that come with building a large company. So earlier I said that my business makes about a half a million dollars per year in revenue, but I know some of you might think that sounds good, but is it profitable? And I'm here to tell you that yes, it is. I see top line revenue as something that's important to track, but it's also kind of a vanity metric. Like if you say like I have a million dollar business a year or a $5 million business, which is great. Like congratulations if that's where you're at. Um, but it doesn't matter so much to me when I think about that as what you're able to take home at the end of the day after you pay everyone else, like your suppliers, employees, uh, your rent, etc. We average 8 to 12% net profits in an industry that many struggle to make any profits at all. And the, the net profits are the money that's left over after all the direct expenses for your jobs are paid for, like the labor and materials, and after all your bills are paid. And this money is used for uh, three things. Typically, it's to invest in the business to grow it. It's to pay off debts that the business might incur, or just to give a nice bonus to the people that hold a stake in the company. So I say this so you know I'm not bragging when I talk about my numbers, but I hope to inspire you, especially if you are a solopreneur. I want to show you that it is possible, and there are ways to scale and grow your business and find amazing success, even as a solopreneur, and that you don't have to follow what everyone else is doing if that doesn't work for you. So that's the vision I have for this podcast. I hope that I can also bring some valuable insights and helpful information for those who 
aren't solopreneurs or don't want to always stay a solopreneur, but want to be a true entrepreneur to the definition of entrepreneur with the goal of building a team and scaling their companies and being able to remove themselves from their business. Some of the future topics, if I could give you a preview of what's to come in the show, some of the things I'd like to talk about are motivation and mindset. I think these are super important, something that you want to get down right away in your business and continually work on to ensure the success of your business. I'll also share with you some of the tools and systems that I've used to start and grow my business and to help you either start or grow your business. Uh, Things like marketing advice, uh, sales scripts and tips, production systems, ways that you can do business management like job costing and keep yourself from doing those mundane things or things you might not like to do like bookkeeping or, or legal stuff, accounting, things like that. I will also be connecting with successful business owners in the carpentry, uh, contracting and woodworking space to do some interviews with them, see how their business is going, pick their brains for advice, some things that you can take away and use in your own business life as well. I'll share a lot of books and other resources that I found extremely helpful uh, throughout my career, business books and mindset and websites, articles, uh, different types of software and tools that you can use. I will also be doing one-on-one coaching calls with other business owners, people that are looking to start a business, who have started the business and want to take it to the next level. We'll dive into some of the things they're struggling with and advise them on how to overcome those uh, challenges and obstacles. So please hit me up if you're interested in getting on one of these calls. It's 100% free because it allows me to create content for the show while also helping you with parts of your business that you're struggling with. Uh, My business isn't perfect by any means. There's still uh, tons of room for me to grow, but a lot of contractors that I work with here in LA have told me that the advice I've given them has been extremely helpful to them in their own businesses. So we can connect with each other and grow together throughout this podcast. There's no risk to this, to signing up for a one-on-one coaching call, and it's a win-win for the both of us. How you can get in touch with me is to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, First, if you're listening to this, I I really appreciate it. Uh, You can leave a review for the podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts and share this with somebody you know or others in the industry to help them find us and learn and grow and help professionalize this industry. Uh, You can subscribe and like the video on YouTube, uh, leave some comments below, any feedback, questions, topics that you'd like us to cover on the show in the future. You can find my company information on Facebook, like the page, follow it, follow us on Instagram. I will have all the information you need to find me in the show notes below. You can email me with feedback and questions. Uh, It's my personal email address that I'll give you that I check every day. I promise a response. And don't forget, book a one-on-one coaching call. I'd love to have you on the show. Uh, It's going to create more episodes, create more content. And I just love helping others. I want to see you win. I appreciate you so much for listening to the podcast today. So I won't leave you empty-handed. Here's the advice I promised earlier that you can start working with today. That is to define your niche. The riches... (laughs) The riches... The riches are in the niches is something that's said all the time in business and for good reason. When done right, it can totally transform your work and life. So what is a specialist and what is a generalist? A specialist has a deep understanding of a topic while a generalist has a broad scope of knowledge in their field. Generalists can serve a larger group of people and do a lot of different things pretty well, but aren't quite at a level of mastery in their work. 
Not to say that they haven't mastered anything, but the work that they typically do is more of a general scope of work. And this is a great thing. Like, There's a lot of benefits to being a generalist, and the world needs generalists as much as they need uh, specialists. Think about a handyman that has a broad knowledge in um, electrical and plumbing and carpentry, uh, flooring, and all the other little things that you need to take care of around the house. Somebody that you can call on if you need like three different things. Hey, my AC is not working. My garbage disposal is clogged and my window is leaking air. Can you, can you help me with some of these things? Specialists are subject matter experts serving specific segments of the market and can do one or even a few things extremely well. So to start thinking about this in your business, think about what jobs you like and dislike the most. What kind of projects would you do? Like if you woke up tomorrow and money wasn't an object, what kind of projects would you like to do? And what projects would you avoid doing at all costs? And you want to think about what you do better than almost everyone else and what are you absolutely terrible at? Another question to ask yourself is where can you fill a need in the market? So who do you want to work for? What types of clients do you want? Think about the clients you've had that if you could have that client all the time, what kind of person is that? Is the market for your product or service big enough? Ask yourself if what you like and are good at doing is something enough people would want to buy it. For myself, specializing in outdoor carpentry and wood structure is literally the single greatest move I have ever made in my business to increase efficiency, have more fun, and make a lot more money while doing it. I can't stress enough how important specialization is and can be to your success in your business. So start thinking about these now because I'll dive deeper into why this is so important in a future episode. Before I let you go, I want to give you something that will help you to stay inspired. One of my favorite quotes of all time is from a guy named Samuel Beckett, and it's the quote that's hanging on my wall here. If you're watching the video, you can see behind me. The quote goes, ever tried, ever failed, no matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. Failure is inevitable. If you never try, you'll never know. You shouldn't be afraid to start. And if you've already started, don't give up. If you quit, your outcome is assured. There are seasons to your business. There's ups and downs that everyone experiences and you're not alone in this, even though you'll oftentimes feel that you are. If you stick with it and power through the hard times, the only options are success or you will die trying. I was just talking with a close friend of mine the other day and he said this, I know it sounds really morbid, but it's the truth. Stick with it and those are the only two options. I will definitely have my friend, his name is Mark, on a future episode. He is an amazing woodworker, has experience running his own custom woodcraft business, and he is also in the e-commerce space. So if you sell your products or services online, if you want to learn more about how to run ads, build a web presence, uh, set up an e-commerce platform, tune into that episode in the future. I can't wait to have him on this and, and chat with him. We could talk for hours about this kind of stuff. It's going to be great. Thank you all so much for being here with me today. I am so, so excited to share my journey with you and I will see you in the next episode.